mindfulness mode. Hope had a lot of um, power and, and, and energy. And, and as long as he had hope, he had the will to, to live. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the show. This is Bruce Langford, your host. So good to have you with us. Strengthen Your Hope Muscle is the name of today's episode. What is hope anyway? What does that word mean to you? Well, hope can be defined as a feeling, a state of mind, or a belief that something good will happen. Whether it's in the future or right now, hope has many benefits to your mental health, that's for sure. On this episode, I'll explore some of these benefits and then talk about some specific ways that you can train your brain to operate with hope. So, yeah, hope is a powerful emotion. It's a feeling that can inspire and motivate you to get up, to keep going, and and not give up. Hope is what keeps us alive when we're fighting a battle that may seem useless or senseless. But but where does hope come from? Is it something we create for ourselves or is it something that exists in the world independent of us? Hope can have different meanings depending on who you are. It definitely can affect your mental health, that's for sure. There's a phrase you might have heard, especially if you're in business or you're an entrepreneur. That phrase is hope marketing. And that's when you see what others are doing in your marketplace or even in another marketplace and you try to repeat it. You try to replicate it. You try to apply what you see other people doing to successfully copy it with the hope that it will work for you. Now, this is an example of where the word hope has a negative connotation. Hope marketing is a concept that's frowned upon and I think it's given the word hope kind of a bad rap. But what does the word hope mean in your world? I think this is a question we should all ask ourselves. Well, here are three of my favorite quotes about hope. The first one, the soul cannot live without hope. That's Thomas Aquinas. And the second one is by Robert Burns. You might remember him as the Scottish poet. He says, hope sees best in the dark. Well, although the word hope isn't in the following quote, I think that this quote by Thich Nhat Hanh is relevant here. The, the quote is this, in order for one to have true peace of mind, he or she must be able to let go of everything to give up any attachment whatsoever. John Kabat-Zinn says that hope is not an emotion, but rather something more active and engaged, a way of being present in life. I realize that's actually four quotes about hope. But, you know, hope is a really important concept, I think, especially during this, this time. A lot of us are going through challenging times with this pandemic, whatever your life looks like, we have to hang on to hope. Science has shown us that hope helps with mental health, as I already mentioned uh, about mental health, and there are stats on how hopeful people live longer. They live longer lives than those without any hope at all. In a 2017 study, psychologists found out that hope protects the brain against anxiety and it expands our understanding of of how whatever is happening 
we can kind of shape that because hope is considered a stable personality trait, they realize. They, they might be able to figure out where in the brain they can find hope functioning. So they were not only able to pinpoint where hope might potentially reside within the brain, but they realized how hope may be shielding the brain from the effects of anxiety. And these scientists defined hope as an important topic in positive psychology, referring to an individual's goal-oriented expectations that include both agency, which is uh, which is defined as desire to achieve goals, and pathways, which is finding ways to achieve them. The researchers used fMRI imaging on 231 high school students who were tested according to questionnaires using the DHS HOPE scale and the state trait anxiety test. For a link for more information about this study, see the show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. So just sit with that word hope for a minute. Think about it. What does hope mean to you? Is it a feeling? Is it a state of mind? Or is it something altogether different? How do you know when someone is hopeful? The word hope actually comes from the old English word for to desire which means that hope could be seen as a longing for what might happen in the future. It's important to find out how people define this abstract idea because how you define the word is crucial as to whether it carries a strong positive connotation or a more negative connotation. And because of that focus on the future, some people don't think that hope is very much of a mindful emotion. But I think it's a very important word to talk about and to consider. I think back to when I read the book Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And a lot of my guests on Mindfulness Mode have referred to this book too. Viktor Frankl was a prisoner in a Nazi concentration camp during World War II and he decided to remain hopeful, even though most people would agree he was not in a very hopeful place. A lot of people around him had given up hope, but he didn't. He stuck to his theory that the primary human drive is not about pleasure, as Freud maintained, but rather the discovery and pursuit of what the individual finds meaningful in their life. To me, this book is is very much about hope and clinging to the belief that inspiration can come from within. In my opinion, this is an absolute must-read book. There are over 30,000 reviews on Amazon when you search this book on Amazon. Anderson Cooper says, This is a book I reread a lot. It gives me hope. It gives me a sense of strength. Well, personally, I believe in hope, very much so. The word is powerful to me, and it inspires me to keep going, to continue to help spread the idea of mindfulness to the world, to help encourage those who are bullied. Because as you know, I ask a question about bullying in almost every interview I do. If you are being bullied, or if you're hearing bullying self-talk in your mind, 
it's even more important to believe in hope and make the decision to confidently grab onto hope and move forward. On Friday, I interviewed a hopeologist. She's also the person who had April declared the National Month of Hope every year. That's April, starting back in 2018. I don't know whether you've heard that, but yes, the month of April is declared the National Month of Hope. She also wrote a book called, As Long As There Is Breath In Your Body, There Is Hope. I was so impressed with this woman and with this interview. Her name is Dr. Rosalind Tompkins. And it was such an honor to spend close to an hour talking with this inspirational woman. She spent 12 years, 12 years from the age of 12 to 24, addicted to substances. And then she was able to pull herself up and carve a positive life where she was helping and inspiring hundreds and thousands of other people. She got rid of the addictions. She moved forward. She had hope. She thought it. She acted on it. And she lived it. And then she founded the nonprofit organization called Mothers in Crisis Incorporated. This is an organization committed to linking families and communities together to provide networks of support and encouragement for families to live productively, empowered, hope-filled lives. She wanted to help mothers who were addicted just like she had been. She wanted to give them hope and a new lease on life. I plan to publish Dr. Tompkins' full interview in mid-June, but I'm going to share a clip from the interview now. Here she talks about five ways to train your brain for hope. In your book, you outline some practical ways to develop and apply hope in your life. Can you share some of those with us now? Absolutely. I would love to. Um, the first concept that, that we look at is becoming hopeful yourself because you can't give what you don't have. So we have the concept of thinking hope how to train your brain to become more hopeful. Because, because you know, if just left to itself, we tend to, to, to veer towards the negative and we, you know, tend to veer towards the darkness sometimes. So whenever you, whenever you begin to think hope, one of the things that we suggest is that people begin to take hope breaks. And this is sort of where I see the connection with your mindfulness that we've been talking about. Because when you take a hope break, the first step is you have to intentionally schedule it because it's not just going to happen. You know, we have so much going on. So when you intentionally schedule a hope break, you may have to start off like I did and so many others and, and just set an alarm on your phone or your watch just so, okay, time for a hope break. And when you, and so that's the first step. And then the second thing is you go off to a place where you're just quiet, where you are alone, you know, nobody to bother you, the children are all settled or whatever. And then you just breathe five to 10 deep breaths. And you just, and then once you breathe and you get your, you, you know, your, your, the rhythm flowing uh, with your body and you become more mindful, 
Then you begin to think about the best case scenario. So instead of thinking about the worst case scenario, say you've been looking for a job, you've been looking for some type of opportunity, everywhere you looked, every door has been closed. And then sometimes we have a tendency to think it'll never happen, it's not gonna happen. But in that place where you now are at a hope break, you begin to think, I'm going to make it. I'm going to get that job. The doors are going to open. And as you think that and you see it in your mind's eye, then you speak it. That would be the, the, the fourth step. You speak it out, you make affirmations, and you say it out so your ears can hear what you're saying. And then, and then lastly, you just repeat it as often as needed. And I'm telling you, you begin to do that, and it's amazing how... You know how what they say about a habit and how how many days some people say 21 or whatever. But once you begin to get into the habit of that, it becomes easier. I always say it's not the first thought, it's the second thought that counts. I was so honored to interview Dr. Tompkins and then I asked her this question. If there was someone listening today that thought, well, geez, I'd just like to leave this with one tip about how to be hopeful, about how I can feel better about my life, what would your words of advice be to that person? My words of advice would be to give yourself a break. It's a process, but you have to get started. So start somewhere. And the things that we've been talking about today, start by changing your mindset, breathing, and just slowing down and thinking positive based upon not some Pollyanny, oh, you know, I wish I may, I wish I might, wish upon a star tonight, but based upon the reality of your life experiences. And if you really think about it, you've gone through some things that you probably thought you'd never make it through, but you're here. And just as you went through that, you can go through whatever you're going through now, because remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. Or as they say in Latin, dum spiro sparrow, while I breathe, I hope. While I breathe, I hope. And wow, that must have been what Dr. Frankel was thinking when he was in that Nazi concentration camp. Well, yesterday I had a a session with one of my clients, one of my coaching clients, and I asked her what hope meant to her. And then later I asked her for permission to share it on this episode, and she was kind enough to say yes, and I'm going to share part of that conversation with you here. She has a very powerful story about her brother who passed away and the hope that he had in his life and what hope meant to him and how that hope still lives on. So I think you'll really appreciate this clip from, from that conversation yesterday. What does the word hope mean to you in your life? Hope means that it's not impossible, that there is, there is a way. There's a way, might not see it, but don't get uptight about it. it, it will, the light will shine on it that it is, it is possible. What kind of a role does hope play in your life? It's, it's a word that I, I think when I, I mean, I use hopeful 
what I would like is to be more confident, like see more confidence in the hopeful, not like hopefully, but I'm hopeful and I'm pretty sure it's going to work out. Uh, you know, I, and, and I think sometimes I use it in a sarcastic kind of way, which I'd like to let go of the negativity with hope, like the, just have more of a positive energy with that word. Not like a frightened negative, like I'm, you know, hopeful, but doubtful more so than hopeful. I guess I want to get rid of the doubt, doubtfulness energy that if I use that word hopeful. Right. Yeah. I hear you. Yes. I think with the word hope, we can think, well, hopefully things will get better. And and yeah, there's sort of a negative connotation <laughs> to it. Like you're not really believing it, but you just kind of. Right. Like, like it's, I'm pretty sure it's not going to get better, but that would be nice if it was, you know, yes. like, yeah. Yes, exactly. But there is a positive side to the word hope as well, that if if you believe in your future, if you believe in confidence, if you believe truly that things are going to be better, then hope somehow becomes a stronger word. Does that make sense? Yes. Hope in that, like when you were saying that hope in this house, particular house, Hope was what my brother had with his diet. He had a very bad prognosis. You know, he was told, we didn't know about this till later. He was told when he got the diagnosis that he had months to live. He never gave up hope. You know, he's a very, was a very positive person. And he went on to live another four and a half years. And he had been told at least one more time after that, that, that this is it. You've only got, your days are numbered. And he went on to, because he's just like, well, until that happens, I'm still here. I'm living. He water skied. He biked when he felt good. Hope had a lot of um, power and, and, and energy. And, and as long as he had hope, he had the will to, to live. And he worked all the way up until he passed away. So you feel as though hope to him was only a positive. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it was his, sorry if I get emotional, his hope to see future grandchildren. Yeah. I don't want to say he clung on to hope. He wasn't desperate. He had a very, he had a, a grace about his whole situation. Yeah. Um, and he had a very strong faith. And so I think the two of those together. Yeah. He never gave up. He, I can honestly say he never gave up hope ever. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. And you sharing this is part of his hope. Do you know what I mean? Like that hope that he had lives on through you in a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like the light that's streaming in that those windows is partly your brother. Oh, Does that make wow. any sense? Wow. That's pretty cool. He just never gave up hope. Even like 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 he was never one of those people who just I just want to die. He never said that. You know, he he just kept kept going. It's like as long as I'm here, I'm I am here. And then, he never gave up hope. Never. So hope, hope was just such a positive word in his life, wasn't it? Yes. And it's, 
one of, in my my bathroom that I have, there's a big sign that says hope with a little bird and a heart and really soft colors. So it's a word that I look at every day, every morning. You know, it's right there. Beautiful. Wow, I'm so glad you shared that with me. Yes, I am so glad she shared that story with me and then in turn with you, with hundreds and thousands of listeners to Mindfulness Mode. I want to end by sharing some other quotes that I find very impactful. And the first one is this. It's by Winston Churchill, and this is the quote. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word, freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. And the second quote is by Napoleon Bonaparte. Courage is like love. It must have hope for nourishment. And the next one is by Maya Angelou. She says, love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls, to arrive at its destination full of hope. The next one is by Franklin D. Roosevelt. We have always held to the hope, the belief, the conviction that there is a better life, a better world beyond the horizon. And the next one is another quote by Thich Nhat Hanh. Hope is important because it can make the present moment less difficult to bear. If we believe that tomorrow will be better, we can bear a hardship today. And the last quote that I'm going to end with is by Nelson Mandela. Our human compassion binds us, the one to the other, not in pity or patronizingly, but as human beings who have learned how to turn our common suffering into hope for the future. And I truly believe that we must have hope for the future. I'm grateful for you for being my listener today. Thanks so much. And please spread the word about mindfulness mode. All the best to you. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Thanks for listening, for subscribing, for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. And thanks to Erica Flint's Cascade Hypnosis Center for being our valued sponsor. Hey, Erica, we really appreciate you. And Erica is a terrific teacher of hypnosis. And I know that because I am a graduate of her program. Now, if you're a healer or a coach or a counselor or someone who just loves helping people, Consider the powerful results that can be achieved with hypnosis. You can become a hypnotist, just like I did. Contact the team over at CascadeHypnosisCenter.com. And if you'd like to work with me and break through some of those mind blocks, maybe lose weight, maybe quit smoking, maybe it's something else, I would be so thrilled to work with you. Don't put it off. Do it right now. Send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. That's bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. And we will get you on track and we will help you to move toward the goals that you've always wanted to achieve. So now take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.